warmed up. Sorry. <clears throat> no. Uh, that was a burp, but it went in. Uh, burp count increment. Yes. Plus one. Plus one. <sighs> Wait, minus one? Because it went in. What? Sorry. Sorry. I'm just realizing if it went in, is that a minus one burp? Oh, yeah. This is internalized. It's a, a prub. Okay. Well, you got one less. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Yes. Perfect. I'm going to save that one. Like a like a bonus life. All right. With all that tries to divide us, let's take solace in song to rebuild the detritus. Everything's, Everything's great. Nothing, Nothing is, is wrong. wrong. There is one more potential... Um, possible p- plot line mm-hmm. one day i was walking around scouting out the area mm-hmm. and in a puddle on the side of the road i found a notebook what and i just picked it up because i'm a, a magpie and i collect garbage mm-hmm. but inside this notebook from what i can tell is a series of names and addresses and phone numbers Wait, is it just an address book or is it a real notebook? No, it's a no. It's like one of those like a spiral um, bound. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because it so, would be really funny if you didn't know what an address book looked like. <laughs> a tiny it just has people's phone notebook. numbers and names, and they're all the same last name. And oh. it says Mike. Anyway, but do you think this was a so, person who was like trying to investigate some people in their family and was doing undercover work? That's exactly what I think. Okay. That's exactly what I think. That's exactly what everyone should... Hey, listener. Hey, Grizzly. Grizzly Wolf. Grizz. There (laughs) is a notebook with a bunch of people with similar names in it. Obviously, this person's a detective and they lost their notebook while running from or uh, after somebody. We're all on the the same page. Yep. Got it. And so I thought (laughs) about using this as a platform to reveal a lot of my intentions and motives. Mm -hmm. Um. And I think that it won't be too close to doxing to let people know of my true job. No. So I am what we call a digger, mm-hmm. uh, a private investigator. I dig up stuff about you and tell somebody who wants to know. Yeah. And a lot of the impetus for this podcast came out of me watching and witnessing a lot of unethical requests, but having intentions or having bad intentions and trying, you know, like finding the truth regardless and just being in the habit of spying, et cetera, anyway. So, yeah. Also, because you saw the, di- the movie Chinatown at a very impressionable age. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that I do contribute that to a lot of why I've been in this business. I know. And so, the reason I came <laughs> here was for, <laughs> well, uh, so anyway, I, so in, at least for the, in the business that I'm used to, if you see, uh, another digger's notebook that is like the biggest faux pas like to lose that information is to break that breach of trust that you establish with your clients i think i saw and that so, in um oh my god endeavor inspector morse it, it's a it's a show about inspector morse another digger but it's a oh. bbc show and it's real good it's uh i like it better than sherlock but um oh. he was talking to a reporter and she um, pickpocketed his notebook with all of his oh. clues and, and, and notes in it. Yeah. Because that's what notebooks are for. So, yep. <laughs> so 
So, yeah, I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah. So, but the problem is that it was in a puddle and it's entirely wet. Uh. So, right now, it's sitting on a towel and drying uh. because I can't pull the pages apart until it's dried. But well, once I dry the whole you, thing, I think. Does Starfish have like a hair blower? I think that will ruin it. I was, mm. in my experience, the best way to dry paper, just let it sit on a towel. Because if you blow dry or heat dry it, it could the ink could run or the or the oh, pencil could wash that would be away. Bad. Yeah. Well, I'm, it says use a blotter paper or paper towels. Blot as much water out from the book as possible. Stand it. Yeah. Um, on its tail, so it's like upright and fan the pages open. Well, they're so stuck together. There is no I, don't, I can't really prime a part. Yeah, mm. it's also covered in like leaves and mud. It's like oh. nasty affair. So I'm just trying yeah. to be very careful and gentle with it. But I also want to find out who in their right mind would drop their notebook. Yeah. And if I can figure out who in this area is a competitive PI that I can right? start investigating. It does say that you should at least blot it and then replace a paper towel once the paper towel uh, absorbs out the wetness. Hmm. Well, I will yeah. try to do things. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> Handy tips from Cricket. Handy tits. <laughs> Handy titties. So, I mean, that's what's on my plate right now. Um, that's so exciting, though. I think that's cool. Yeah. Right? I think I so. Mean, we'll see. Is there ethical uh, ramifications for a digger to have another detective's notebook? Yeah. So that's. I feel like once you drop your notebook, you're fair game. Yeah, it's right? like finders keepers, right? It's it's so, like being a doctor and having medical records out in the field, and then you leave them on the subway. I mean, yes, you just won the HIPAA jackpot, essentially. <laughs> There's nothing yes. immoral or unethical about what you're doing. You're just trying to follow leads, man. This is a lead. This yeah. is the mother load of leads for a digger. It's all I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you you could bring some, that was nice... someone to justice. Yeah. I hope so. I hope to do something. I hope something comes out of it. But I also think yeah. it might take a few days at least to dry. That makes sense. And, yeah. Hopefully it dries in a way that you can still read the ink. Is it pencil yes. or ink? It's multiple things, I think. Oh. There's different colors of ink at least. And I think some of it might be pencil. So it's a whole nice. mystery that I I don't want to del- delve too much into it until it's dried. But That makes sense. Well, yeah. okay. So what if it is just like essentially a copied down uh book of like all of the wilkinsons in the yellow <laughs> or white pages what is the phone book pages called red uh, white and blue pages red white and blue pages it's the freedom because pages France, freedom french yeah. pages so mm-hmm. once you open those french pages and it's all the wilkinsons yeah. and you're like well i guess this is just a bunch of data from a phone book of people <laughs> what are you gonna do mm-hmm. with that I don't know. I guess we'll we'll cross that bear when we get to it, as they say. Oh, yeah, that's a danger. It's always dangerous to cross a bear. Uh, oh, you took burp. the burp count back. You got that oh, negative 11, one, 10. and now it's back at zero. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. It was my own fault. It's fine. Yeah, it is. It's true. I have a question, kind of related to this in terms of oh, investigative yeah, here, yeah. discoveries. I'll answer it. Great. Thanks, Jeff. 
Yeah, I thought you were asking it in the around. I'll, I'll I'll field this one. Perfect. I guess I should ask you the question too. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Actually, if you would just ask the question that you have, I can probably try to answer it. Perfect. I'm on it. So, you know about the Golden State Killer being arrested? The, sure. The uh, suspect to be the Golden State Killer having been located and arrested. Mm-hmm. And the means by which he was d- discovered and tracked, right? Well, why don't you tell me in case, and refresh in me case, in case I'm dumb. In case Grizzly Wolf hasn't been paying attention to <laughs> the news. Although this will have happened like eight weeks ago by the time Eight this months is out. ago, back, back in season two, in the spring, <laughs> in the Irish spring, um, a fellow who is thought to be the Golden State Killer who by this point in time is probably not even alive or relevant. Um, due to the um, due to the fact that one of his relatives, we'll say a distant cousin for sake of clarity, did a DNA kit that you do at home where you swab your mouth and then send it to the Mormons and the Mormons discover your ancestry. His DNA had a partial match with the DNA left by the Golden State Killer. So police, um, you know, went through all the genealogy and vital records to figure out who was related to this dude who just did a a mouth swab for like DNA.com and, you know, who he could have been related to that would have been alive and old enough to be a murder rapist in the you know northern california and sometimes southern california areas and they found a dude who was in his 70s who was still alive and still living in that neighborhood where he did all the rapes and at least 12 murders like literally all the rapes um and they're like holy shit this guy is related to that cousin who did the 23andmes and he's in his 70s and he could have been that dude and he's an ex-cop so what they did is they hung out around this old man's house and waited for him to throw out some trash, took his trash, swabbed that shit, apparently sent that to 23andMe, <laughs> and it was the guy who raped all those people and killed them. So, ethically, mm-hmm. how unethical do you feel that that whole digging is? I mean... I'm conflicted personally because yeah. I feel like that's that's like the good job is to like just take every avenue. Yeah. But I also believe that the statute of limitations should have expired by now. Oh, so you feel like because this was like 50 years ago that that dude is off the hook. Yes. Because he didn't get caught. Right. Like he might be a murder raper. Yes. But since he hasn't done any murder rapings in 50 odd years. Yes. Maybe it's more like 40. I don't remember. Um, he, he wins winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you are a murder <laughs> rapist. And winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's the Golden State Killer. That's the. <laughs> so as long as you kill 12 people and rape 50 um, before what is it 2039 minus 50 2039 minus 50 before 1989 <laughs> you're cool you're fine it's good, was that, good. when did he when was the last rape and murder uh 1986 was his last crime okay 
So, so how many years is that? The... That's 35 years ago? At least. Okay. If you stopped raping and murdering 35 years ago, what's it going to matter to catch you now? So you, you You've assume... stopped. You're done. Yeah. That guy is uh, rehabilitated, essentially. His libido's probably down the drain. He probably I don't couldn't know. Ra- There's well, a bunch of drugs out there that make people, old people's penises come back to life. Well, if he's been raping for the last 30 years, no one's called him out on it. Yeah. So it's not for, for he's been sneaky enough for that. It's just these old things that happened longer than the average human lifespan, as far as I know what it is. Well, I assume yeah. it's 35 years old. Yeah, probably. But, but like, if, if someone is that unfound murder raper yes. and... The people who he murder raped, well, the ones that he didn't murder, that just the rapes, they're still alive. So it's like closure for them, you know? Yeah, but is it closure? I don't know. They're probably also in their seventies if they exactly significantly younger than him. If this is what it takes for them to get closure, then that's a very sad last forty years. Well, I mean, he like tortured them and did weird shit too. Sure. So, like, do you think it wasn't that- just like a you know, a do 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 rape do do do. You know, it was like I, he would. Uh, I imagine it's a grotesque scene. Yeah, he would put like a teacup on them and then say, "If I hear it clink, like if you move, I'm gonna kill you." Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Did so, they clink? Well, the some, point is, well, some of them are dead. Yeah. So yeah. But how long? Yeah, Thirty-five years ago. Dead. Yeah. So At either, the, in my mind, there's two options. Yeah. Either he's kept murdering and killing, but since 35 years ago, he's gotten very good at it. Yes. And in that case, he deserves to go free because he's done a very good job of hiding it. Straight from the digger's mouth. Well, okay. If you, if you did a perfect crime, that's the, the, the reward for doing the perfect crime is no punishment. Yeah. It's never being That's why you're doing such a, you don't just do a perfect crime. And then go, well, I'll get caught. You do it to hide that you'll get, so you don't get caught. That's why you do yeah. a crime. But the fact that he was caught, does that mean that? Well, I'm saying, no, I'm, not, I'm talking about only potential theoretical new murders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I don't think, unless they find more stuff from recently, those crimes are, as far as I'm concerned, either non-existent or, or perfect and therefore uh, null and void. Yeah. All the previous crimes. As a detective, do you feel like it's ethical or lazy for them to use DNA that he just was like, oh, I'm just going to throw out this piece of chewing gum. And then they're like, it's him. I I think the problem is that I find I find it lazy for sure, but it's fine. It's okay to be lazy. Yeah. Laziness is great. But I think that the values are misplaced because catching somebody for a 30 year old crime is bad priorities. In my opinion. Oh, like they should be finding the um, active Find modern crimers. Current crimers. That's who matters. Someone who stopped criming 30 years ago is not affecting the community. They're not as... Yeah, they're not as big of a threat as a... Like yesterday's rape murderer. Yeah, it's a bad use of resources. Yeah. For for like a moment of puffing up the chest to say, Ha ha! We solved a very old crime. Yes. (laughs) Great. Very, very (laughs) That's real helpful now. Everyone's real scarred for the last 40 years. Thanks. There's still people who are confused about where Jack the Ripper or the um, Devil in the White City dude, which I forget that dude's name. Yeah. What is that guy's name? Jonathan Fish. 
junk share fish <laughs> um <laughs> the that that mystery is still mysterious yeah dr h.h H. holmes okay yeah like he that serial killer has been dead since 1896 but his body's missing like they dug up his grave and he's not there what's the point in solving those like at this point well i don't know because how is those- that justice those people that he rape murdered are totally like very dead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's just a, that's just a hobby. It shouldn't be a point of pride. If it happens, if somebody's like, ha ha conclusive yeah, like, evidence. So what? Totally that has no impact on anything. Have, yeah. Like an HH Holmes hobby, but there's a lot of resources that go into that for historians and investigators and diggers to dig up his body and be like, shit, this dude's not down here. What, what? And at least the Golden State Killer, still alive, found him before he died. That was an unsolved mystery that got solved on that show. (laughs) And I don't know. I mean, in terms of the DNA thing, people are like now worried like, oh, what if I do a DNA in me and they find out that my like uncle is a murder raper? And it's like, well, then fucking you shouldn't be a sympathizer with him. Well, here's the thing. And this is this is the point, right? Of the show. Yeah, it's okay it's to be bad and wrong. Is it to murder rape? You everything murder rape. Everything's, everything's great. unethical. Everything's great. Everything's great. Nothing's wrong. Nothing is wrong. But it's objectively wrong to murder. No. Well, not if to get it's away wrong. With let's murder. say it's wrong to murder. Let's, let's say that. Let's, let's <laughs> Let go us. on a limb and say it's wrong to murder. Yeah. For how long is it wrong for? Apparently, thirty-five years or less. <laughs> is it have? Okay, obviously, it was not wrong for. So we talk about how ethics always change as culture changes. Yeah. So when did culture change at murder to be wrong? Oh, like when cavemen were like cave women and cavemen were killing and beating each other up and raping each other to death. Yeah. And then at some point. They were that able wasn't to communicate kosher. enough to be like, hmm, shouldn't have done that, Grog. And Grog was like, oh, my bad. And then, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, at that point, instead of just like, you know, being dirty, naked primates that killed and raped each other, it was like judgment happened. Right. Essentially, the whole like leaving Eden and us hairless monkeys were like, oh, I shouldn't have rape killed that thing (laughs) i was maybe another human so (laughs) um i would say about about the same time that um homo sapiens were uh able to make fire and communicate using grunting that would be when murder rape would be bad but prior to that no fire no um no no fire and gathering no living in caves um murder's cool okay interesting so that's my line in the sand delineation of when man became (laughs) civilized was when they were able to conjure up a fire and cook a dead animal over it yeah all right i don't know anything about mr golden man so he might be a big (laughs) schlub but imagine that he was a good public servant for the last 35 years well he was a cop before he started murder raping did he keep copping uh no he actually got fired for shoplifting a hammer and some like murder dog tools. repellent 
yeah, he was shoplifting <laughs> murder tools and then he got fired. But this was during the height of his murder rapings, murder rapings, mm. murder rapings. Yeah. So, uh, so like he was a cop when he was murder raping people. And then he started being on the news as the Golden State Killer. And then, you know, unrelated, someone caught him shoplifting a hammer and then um, and dog repellent, which I've never even heard of as being a product. And then, <laughs> yeah, that's a, he was I like fired from the force. <laughs> but after that, he worked as a truck mechanic. Okay, yeah. so cool. We'll use the truck mechanic situation now. Cool. A noble, a noble career. You prevent deaths of vehicles or something. I don't know how good he was as a truck mechanic. I don't know if he had a penchant for it. Yeah. Well, let's let's like to imagine, as I do, that. Oh. Maybe he was a very good truck mechanic. He might have been the best. He also if, was if married to a lawyer. If he was a, a serial lawyer, murderer, he probably had he, a very good technical set. And he probably he, saw things very clearly where others couldn't. The entire time that he was murder raping, he was married to a lawyer. See? He's smart. <laughs> <laughs> so let's imagine that this truck mechanic, the last 35 years, caught some like loose bolt in a in a wheelhouse lug nut mm. i'm a very good car spe- specialist yes. and maybe um maybe noticed when a brake was getting thin on a brake yeah. pad or some sort of thing and, and and maybe a lesser truck fixer would have let things slide or been too lazy but he was a fastidious serial murderer so mm-hmm. this guy would not let a small detail like that out of his sight yeah this guy what if he saved over the last 35 years, more lives than he killed by being a truck man. I mean, he's thought to have killed like over 100 people. So he would have been a very good mechanic. So is it only as good as the mechanic? Oh, I understand. Like yeah. how how objectively good. We've done this before with yes. uh, Elon Musk. We'll stop. We'll never not do it. Yeah. We should have like a theme for the the um, the scales, you know, the justice scales. Uh-huh. Good and bad. Um, I guess that's just called ethics. <laughs> so, for all of you who listen to Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. That's right, Podcast Republic. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I use the app and I love it. I can search for all the podcasts I want to listen to and select into my favorite zone and then just have them all click away because they're my favorites. Make sure you set everything's great, nothing is wrong as a favorite podcast so you don't miss any new episodes from the future or the past from us, Jeff and Cricket. On Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, available to you Android users in the Podcast Republic app. So, if Elon Musk were to, like, kill all the puppies and drink their blood every morning for breakfast, mm-hmm. does that outweigh the fact that he's going to take us to Mars within our lifetime? Right. Slash, if uh, D'Angelo, the 
Joseph D'Angelo, the Golden State Killer, allegedly mm. due to his genome, is the best, historically the best ever truck mechanic. Um, and he's not a public truck mechanic either. He's a truck mechanic for Save Mart Supermarkets. So he's working on trucks for, for a single Northern California um, supermarket store. So these are like trucks that could theoretically topple and crush cars. Theoretically, like, yes. These aren't just like one driver spins out of control. It's like this could be a, a collision. It could be a whole series of deaths if this if this truck is not well tended to. Yes. So for the last 27 years um, prior to his retirement, he did that uh, after being fired from the police force. Kind of during the, the height of his rape murdering. So how fantastic of a truck mechanic would one have to be in order to make up for the at least um uh how many rapes (laughs) over 50 rapes and over 100 burglary burglaries and over 12 murders so what is the ratio of uh brake pads to rapes Right. Right. What is it? I would say 21,360,418. To one? To one rape. (laughs) That's how many lives you would need to save from replacing a brake pad or checking an engine light for a a semi. And that's, that's just saved lives to rape. So I'm not even talking about the murders that he committed after raping. The if same a person's person. skin and cells all change or whatever every seven years, mm. this guy's like six people removed from a murderer. Yes. So it's like catching like your great great grandson for murder. Yes. You're Although like, well, still the same son and the same body. So that same penis, even though the the, the skin cells have but changed. But this guy stopped murder. Oh, wait, did murdering. we do this? It's like the axe. Like, this is my grandfather's axe, but I broke the handle, so I replaced the handle. Uh, and then the over sh- time, I the replaced ship of Theseus. the... Yes. Yeah. We talk about this a lot. Probably. On this ethics show. I can't so, remember. In your... Burp uh, up. Yeah, burp up. Burp <laughs> up. Sorry. So in your estimation, this isn't even the same dude. Even though his genetic dna is still the same right i don't okay my in my estimation it just it might not be like his mentality might be totally different if this guy was a serial murderer yeah and then stopped serial murdering the willpower it must take to stop serial murdering must be more than probably 95 percent of humans ever achieve like mm-hmm. that level of like self-control is probably above almost everybody's tolerance for it interesting like how how hard is it to not eat all the oreos it's so hard not to eat all the oreos right this guy stopped murdering for 30 years but i feel like that makes him even more frightening a person who stops eating the oreos like whoa no it's prodigal son parable stuff you Mm. can't be like oh this guy ran Mm. away it's he came back right that's the thing yeah. It's not that he did a he yeah, it's maybe it's scary but it's impressive. <laughs> it is scary impressive. 
So I, I, I know that this is um a hill that I will die on alone. But <laughs> I, I just can't see this the reason to mouth. arrest someone for a crime that is that is so far removed from being yeah. relevant. See, I think that it's super neat that if I um, willingly send my DNA evidence to the Mormons, because you know the Mormons handle all that, right? Yeah. Um, oh, of course you would know. I'm sorry. That was just rude of me. So <laughs> the, uh, the Wait, big Mormon this is, bank. This is the first part of the, the religious episode I have starts with you saying, so the Mormons do the DNA stuff. We're doing total... Secret full Whoa, circle. This it's is just a secret, that, secret full circle. That's this is amazing. Really, this is really dumb, but during that one episode, there was a cliffhanger where you said something like, you know Mormons look at your DNA, right? And then I like <laughs> cut to like commercial or something, and it never came back from that. So now That's we're finally amazing. coming back from that. This is so great. Yeah. <laughs> 25 episodes later. So I think, I mean, it's cool. They have like super fantastic technology there. Um but there's like so many ethical aspects of if you were to, you know, have this giant data bank of DNA and they've been collecting DNA evidence on criminals this whole time, they can just start like figuring out who's who. Yeah. All right, and I to wanna... my knowledge, this is like the first time that someone who was a criminal that they had like shit tons of DNA samples from all of his rapes and murders mm-hmm. has been captured. It's neat on a on a conceptual level i will get i'll grant you that yeah it's neat that we have technology to do things yeah like from a like next level law enforcement but there's also a bunch of um i'm a i'm friends with a bunch of lawyers you know Mm because the ethics council for crickets so um when i was in parliament the other day um one of the lawyers (laughs) from my party was like haranguing everyone about how dangerous this is because if they can identify serial killers what's to stop them from identifying you know anyone who has like something that the government doesn't necessarily like yes. like if someone is a um part of like the revolutionary army or a rebel mm-hmm. or if they're just outspoken in general like you can dna them and maybe like set them up and frame them using DNA because apparently that's like undeniable evidence. Right. Or if if you have um you know people who have a certain DNA strand that links them, you know, he was basically talking about like we're gonna be starting like another Jew hunt, like the Holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> with this DNA thing, and I was like, ooh, yeah, you're. I mean, that's that's a reality. <laughs> It is a reality. And the thing is, it, it it's like anything. It's like, what's the subjective amount of what becomes a crime, right? So someone does a burglary and they steal your vase 45 years ago, you know, and then all of a yeah. sudden you have a piece of vase glass with their fingerprints on it or whatever. Yeah. And now they can go to jail because it's an old crime or something. Yeah. I think so the trick, the, the, you, I guess the point is. You oh, identify well, well, criminals as like active criminals and yes. if they are inactive or deactivated um back in the day they're no longer a threat therefore we shouldn't be spending resources on them and not even that it's just that it's i guess it's the empathy or something but what if somebody isn't a bad person like in a quotation mark what if they aren't the other what if they aren't the the you know the enemy what if it's just a person who made a choice 
I mean, someone who chose to like torture, rape, and kill I know. fifty to a hundred people. I'm pretty sure that counts as a bad person. See, I disagree. <laughs> but that's okay. I understand that that's a it's a more nuanced slash extreme argument. Yeah. But I I mean, the degrees it takes for someone to shoplift a candy bar to become a murderer are many. But if you have the technology to catch one or the other in the eyes of the law or even your compatriots, they could be equitable. You know? I disagree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) If someone's a crime, oh, you're a crimer, you stole. Yeah. Oh, you're a crimer, you killed. All of a sudden, you're both two crimers. Even if you were very hungry in a bad time of the life and you had a stole a taco from the grocery. Mm-hmm. You stole a bag of mushrooms. You weighed them as peanuts. Oh, yeah, you, always. You, you ate your mushrooms. Maybe you had a time and it's everything's okay and whatever now. And you shouldn't 30 years later have to necessarily atone for something that is not relevant. But or, or I know I'm just rambling at this point. Well, it's your time time lord status you know Uh, you don't you don't feel like that 30 years ago is even like the same lifeline for that no but i i and i i I just don't think you can say that if if a dog right we talk about everyone loves the dog except for Mm -hmm. the dog repellent serial killers yeah if a dog is going through the garbage it's not a bad dog it's just doing what it does it's just being a dog for a second so riddle me this if yep. if he had continued to rape in yes. his 70s or if this was a recent night stalker murder rapey situation like someone is going around and it's all over the news and they're like holy shit there's a serial raper murderer who's going and like killing couples in their beds and mm-hmm. like t- torturing them first and bludgeoning people to death with the others like you'll You'll kill the wife after raping her and then you like cut off her leg and then bludgeon the husband to death like Mm -hmm. that kind of shit. And it's happening. And he does this 50 times and he's still alive. and It's still happening. But they catch him during the rape murder spree with DNA. Yes. How do you feel about that? Fine. (laughs) Nice. Because he hasn't learned. He hasn't learned. The way the point of prison is to reform in most countries. In the United States of America, I've noticed it's more about to punish and to be waving fingers. But the point of a prison system is to reform, like teaching a dog not to go in the trash. If a person has self-reformed and stopped the murder and stopped the mutilation, they've done it. They've done the goal the prison is there to do. They've accomplished the same goals. Yeah. If they haven't stopped and they're being caught while they're doing it still, that's reasonable. That's the time to do it is when yeah. it's relevant and happening. I mean, that's all I have. I'm uh, I, I get your point. Yeah. But I know it's not uh audible, but I but thank you for trying. No, I'm it. I'm hearing. I'm hearing you, but I'm more concerned about the ethics of using dna evidence yeah from a person's trash that they only found out because they without a warrant looked up the dna of um like half a million people on 
23 and me, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a very lazy victory. It's lazy, but it's also unethical. Yes. That's unethical. There we go. Yeah. Oh, uh, like, this is like going to be a deluxe super episode of a relevant thing. We've I've tried to stay away from topical topics because yeah. it's funny the things we've talked about that I've cut. I'm yeah, glad I all, did. Yeah. Because they're so irrelevant. <laughs> but this is probably fine. But like No, this is all this is all getting cut. <laughs> oh no. Well. I don't know. I I I think this is though like I feel like this gets to the core of what I want to try to say and don't know how. The DNA stuff or the fact that murder is okay. The, Forget the, it, Jake. It's Chinatown. It's murder fine. Forget uh, it, Jeff. It's Chinatown. <laughs> there it is. That's it. Forget about it. And cut. That's... You can't change things. <laughs> it's just the way things are. And they will be regardless of how much you tilt at the windmills, See, Jeff. That's that, <laughs> That's what Chinatown's about, but that's not what I believe. I believe that things... <laughs> What do you believe the movie Chinatown's about? <laughs> Don Quixote. <laughs> I speed a little bit. <laughs> this is not about detectives. It's about <laughs> it's about solving crimes. <laughs> the great thing about Chinatown is they solved the crime in the end, and that it was a very happy ending. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Oh, Turns out man. it was the government all along. It was the government. Oh, support the troops. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jim Marie. Hoo-wee. Well, okay. I think uh, that... We can't, we can't that... get any, any any more ethical than this. No. Oh, I agree, God. though. I think we could touch on it more later. But I, I, there is a definite <laughs> problem with the DNA stuff. I just... Yeah. I got distracted and hung up on the crazier part to me. But I definitely think that's a concern. But well, it it just reminds me of um, Gattaca. Yes, which, uh, clearly yeah. is my favorite movie because I bring it up almost every episode. <laughs> but <laughs> like, just the idea that you could be a oh my god, stop uh, mute site. Okay, um, sorry. Every time I click on one of these Golden State Killer things, it pops up a little video. But yeah, back to Gattaca. The real the real question. What if you're an Ethan Hawke, but you just want to, you know, pass as a Jude Law? What if right. you're Jeff and your driver's license says Jeff, but then they DNA you and they find out you're not a Jeff? Right. You've been a, a an ant this whole time. Yeah, you've been a Jimmery this whole time this and they gi- didn't know. Yeah. They just didn't know. So it's it opens up a bunch of Pandora's boxes or something. Right. It really does. And, like, now that law enforcement is able to use those without any um, warrant or uh, anything. Sorry. Burping in your ear. That changes the whole judicial system. Like, you don't even have to, like, be an investigator. Right. You just have to, like, get some DNA and then you can go to, I don't know, Ancestry.com and fucking figure it out. Like you said, we're going to find a bunch of, like false dna cases just because it's easier for the cops to say just, it was a dna person yeah just like you know grab some spit from someone's trash on a starbucks lid and then be like all right you're the you're the murderer you know <laughs> right exactly but you know also 
I have a DNA kit uh, coming in the mail tomorrow because I know that I haven't murdered pretty much and that I want to see if any of my scumbag cousins get murder status because of my DNA profile. See, that's strazy. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want somebody to just go to jail because they're related to me. Yeah, but I do. (laughs) Well, that's a different problem. I know. I know. The government passed a genetic, kind of like FOSTA, Australian for rape. They got <laughs> they got a genetic information non-discrimination act going that uh is to prohibit discrimination on the basis of genetic info, you know, for hmm. like employment or health insurance. Yeah. So like you can't be like, well, you're Jewish, so you don't get to be working here because right. you have DNA. So there's that like, you know, no, no Nazis clause. But... Also, what if people are like, well, you have the same DNA profile as um, several murderers, so you might be a murderer. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's dangerous. I don't think it's... it's worth being cool to be dangerous. Oh, you, you don't want me to be cool? I'm not uh... doing it to be cool. I'm doing it because there's a lot of people on my, my uh, on Jiminy's side of the family that uh, are terrible people. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, I'm I'm offering up like I saw that and I was like ordered oh. overnight that shit to me. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah, you're Do welcome. Not. That's like that's a you're a snitch. I am a snitch. Yeah. I am always yeah. If there's a stool, I'm gonna turn into a pigeon and sit on it. That's what I do. <laughs> I've always been the the rat in the pack. I've mm-hmm. always. Yeah, anytime that there's any way to whistleblow, I do it. <laughs> That's like kind of my MO. I like whistleblowing, but only when it's against uh the wind. <laughs> With the French wind. Yes. And that is another episode of Everything's Great. Nothing, nothing is, wrong. is wrong. Yes. Everything's great, nothing is wrong dot com or everything's podcast at gmail dot com to uh, you know, surreptitiously. Send us your DNA. Send us your DNA. Oh no, please don't. No. Not. People gonna us mail semen. us. You don't know that someone could. Uh, I, I dare know, you Amazon to email Prime us some poop. If someone you email you us poop. the poop and semen, I will be very impressed. I do not know how you can do oh, that in this yeah, modern no. climate. That's that's so fucking gross. Uh, I I defy them to try. <laughs> you defy them to try. Mm. Well. Um, you're the one who goes through the mail. That's so true. I love the sticky fingers. Of... Oh my god, that's so fucking gross. That's a French stereotype. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll whistle us out. Yeah, please. Thank you. You can maybe continue to be French. Okay. Well, yeah. If I whistle, you become French, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is my mating call, or my uh, oh. it's my transformation tune. Okay. Everything's great, nothing is wrong. We take your semen, we take your feces, we take it all in, and please, it's okay to meldale, it's not okay in the future, but it's okay as long as it was 35 years ago, and uh, we must remember to never forget your dreams of becoming a Norman DNA artist. That's all I got. That was beautiful.